0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Football. Yeah. Let's get our resident defensive scheme expert in here, Patrick Royce. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on Brian Flores, Patrick.
1: Ah uh, well, uh, maybe he was the first choice all along. It didn't look good when the guy went to uh, Carolina instead of here, but maybe they were just waiting for Florey's I don't. We don't know if Peyton wanted him in Denver or not, right? They, they, he wanted to talk to him, I guess. But uh, good for them. I think they. Uh, uh, I became skeptical of the Vikings' defense last year in the season opener even though they shut down the Packers because I couldn't figure out what all this big mass of openness in the middle was when you were watching it. I couldn't figure out what, the, what, what was the, what was this? I mean, Rogers had a bad day and he had no receivers and, uh, and they looked good against it, but I, I just never quite figured out what they were trying to do yep. by, you know, you, you gotta, if you're going to leave that, you better have decent cornerbacks, right? If you're going to, uh, if you're going to try to play that way that can follow those guys when they're running into that open spaces, it, it's, it was really weird. I, I didn't, uh, I never figured it out. I didn't, but obviously it was what, uh, O'Connell thought was he wanted in a defense when it started. And then after seeing it, he decided he didn't want it. But, uh, anyway, so Ed will, Ed will live an in infamy along with Schnelker as a, as a assistant coach here.
0: Well, Schnelker was actually good at his job. That was the, yes,
1: the difference. Yes, that was true. <laughs> do we know had Ed been a defensive coordinator previously, or was he always a was he always a number two guy? Oh, he was in Pittsburgh, right? And well, was, Green
0: Bay, all yeah, over the place. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is like yeah. his
0: fourth stint, I think, as a defensive coordinator. And Probably just, his last.
1: You know, sometimes this whole idea—I have a system, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh you should pay pretty much look at your personnel first, shouldn't you? I mean, shouldn't you let let the personnel dictate what you want to do defensively? I, why do you have to have a system? Why don't you say, well, I got Hunter and I got Smith. So I'm going to put them on the outside and let them rush the quarterback instead of have them chase the tight ends down the field or something like that. So yeah, I'm not a big, big believer in the in the uh, in the they had they all have to fit my system, but uh, anyway, this this has got to be an upgrade for sure.
2: I think the most uh, dangerous thing in sports, Pat, is is this too, the association game. Well, you worked for Vic Fangio, yes. so if I can't hire like like we've seen that in every sport, right? Like I can't believe that that we got this guy that knows that guy. And so many times it blows up. And the guy is, you know, he he might be a capable position coach, but there is no way that he belongs a, as a coordinator. And certainly knowing Vic Fangio doesn't make you Vic Fangio.
1: No, and the unique thing is football is the only sport where assistant coaches are deemed responsible for failure, right? They're the only, football only one. I mean, you know, you don't look at the... Timberwolves and when they're at Barrett saying, boy, they got terrible assistant coaches. Uh, you don't, you don't look at the hockey team and say, ah, oh, they got the wrong assistant coaches. You know, you, don't, you don't, you know, baseball to some degree, you can get mad at the pitching coach and uh, and the hitting coach, but generally it's, you, you know, you put the blame on bad players and the front office. So uh, football is unique in the sense that we love to blame assistant coaches for failures instead of head coaches, which, I guess that's got something to do with having 22 players uh, you know start having 22 starters and 11 players on the field and and it's you know you, as I, I I've said for years the greatest genius in football coaching history was the guy in the late 1950s who decided to start calling these people coordinators <laughs> instead of a, that that keeps them from getting fired so
0: yeah well one of the things I I, I can't remember which week it was but it was second half of the season And, uh, Kevin O'Connell had kind of, he had said to the media that, you know, Ed and I have had some sit downs and I can't remember if he said this directly or if it was just reported, but, uh, Kevin O'Connell had gone to Ed and said, here is what I would do to pick apart your defense and why it's so predictable. And, and I I think it changed for maybe a game where they blitzed like 40% or something like they, they were aggressive one day, but, um. He went and hired the exact opposite. So he was, he was complaining that Ed Donatel was too predictable, right, that everything was <clears throat> easy to dissect. Even Daniel Jones could get up there and dissect you. Brian Flores, there's a bunch of in-depth great articles about this, but Pro Football Focus, when he was in Miami a couple of years ago, they somehow combed through all the film, and they ranked each defense based on the uniqueness of their secondary looks. Like, So how much are they changing up their secondary looks? And uh, the Dolphins were the second most disguised secondary team in the entire league. So you've gone from predictable shell to anything could happen on any snap now with Brian Flores, Pat.
1: Uh, well, that's good. Here's a, to me, the, the real curiosity becomes, uh, the two guys that got hurt this year, Sin and Booth, the big draft choices yes. are either those guys going to be players or not. They, uh, they you them. know, they, they, if, if those guys are players, then you got a chance to, to fix things, uh, pretty quickly. Uh, what does this mean for Harrison Smith? Does it mean, uh, he, he stays or goes or what, what's it mean to him? I wonder. I think- I think Is it he probably fit? means he's back. Is he fit? I, mean, he's back. I suppose yes. they want to, if he's going to run around and have all those different looks, he needs somebody smart back there, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I, so
0: another interesting one. So uh, the Dolphins under Flores a couple years ago, by far, had the most safety blitzes. They just, they sent, it was, I think it was like 200 times they sent a safety throughout the course of a season uh, in a pass rush, and no other team came close. Harrison Smith used to do that all the time under Mike Zimmer. Yes. And last year he did it like twelve times. So, yeah, Harrison so we, Smith could be a weapon even at what age thirty four.
1: Yeah, and he's you know there's uh, and, and Sin is that's what Sin's supposed to be able to do too, right? Because he's right. not a cover guy. He's a he's a go get guy and a big hitter mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah, this is a, this is probably the uh, probably the absolute right right hire to try to fix this thing. And Daniel Hunter Daniel Hunter's gotta be uh, very happy, doesn't he? He'll just uh, he'll just get to be able to rush the passer again instead of worry about that other nonsense. is, is he a four three guy or not? No or is it He's
0: a, a check three four. Wow. Yep.
1: But it's a different it's a different yes. it's not the, the super cautious three four, right?
0: No, yep. it's the no. it's the cover zero, cover one more than any team three four. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, that's good. That's, uh, that's a, that's a good hire for them. And, uh, and, and it probably makes, uh, it, it, they're, they're still their problem is that they owe the football gods about five games next year. So, uh, that, yeah. that's still their biggest problem, but they're not, they're not going to be as lucky, but, uh, I think this probably makes them a playoff team again. Uh, I, I, I didn't know about that, uh, before, but I think, uh, I think he's that well thought of that, uh, uh, and knows what he's doing. That uh, that probably makes him a playoff team again. So, but that's good enough, right? And if, Plus, if they're that, still in this divi- they're still in this division. You know, we suddenly we're fearful of the Lions. Okay, they had a pretty good run. The guy, the coach, is still insane, and they're still the Lions. <laughs> they're still the Lions. There was Jim Jim Schwartz had a couple. He had a good year, and then they just became the Lions again, right? So they're they're always going to be the lions. The Packers stink; they don't know what they're doing, and the Bears are horrible. So uh, they're they they still are they still go five and one in the division. So that's a good that's a good uh, start, right? So,
2: if Flores yeah. makes the playoffs, though, if if they m- make the, the playoffs, I guarantee you, a a year from now, we'll, we'll be having this exact discussion again because uh, th- because he, he will get a head coaching job at that point. He
1: did Arizona hire yet, or they just no? Got he, told he, uh, he got told he wasn't going to get the job then. Probably he, he supposedly told, called did he them. Tell, did he tell them? Yeah, yeah, he no. did. But they well, they were going to well, interview yeah.
0: him again on Wednesday, though. So he must have. They wanted to talk to him again this week, so he may have just told them, <clears> uh, I'm uh, "Kyler Murray, I'm gonna, go not play video I'm gonna games.
1: I'm going to take it. Yeah, if he, if he, if he didn't like me the first time, uh, hell with you. So plus he's got the lawsuit going, so. Uh, right it's still out there right it's still the going on yes yeah. yeah, still active yeah. well that's uh you know i i'd love to complain about things the vikings do but i don't think we'd complain about this one so we'll see <laughs> yeah. we'll see they better have a better uh they, they it's going to be interesting to, if they uh if they figure out how to get a couple of draft choices all, all these guys are getting rid of they're going to try to trade first right do you think dalvin cook gets a they, you think they get anything for Dalvin? Well, Judd or?
0: thinks they can't get anything for any of their veteran players, but there's got to be some desperate teams out there that would uh that would take a couple of them, I would think.
1: Mm-hmm. Fifth round so picks, fourth round picks. So Hunter stays, Smith stays, who goes?
2: Kendricks goes, I think. Jordan Hicks goes. Zedarius Smith now, I'm not positive about. I think he probably goes. I think he stays. Dalvin should go.
1: Who Dalvin is? Yeah, well that that I, there's uh, no
2: reason for Dalvin to be here anymore. I
1: mean, but Hicks and uh, Hicks Kendrick saves you some money. Hicks doesn't save you any money, does he? What's it he you
0: like five million, four or five million or something? Yeah, but yeah. You know, he's a Walker with tennis much.
1: balls. What what? So they got to cut eighteen just to be cap, uh, you know, just to be Compliant. where they have to be. But yeah. then they got to then they got to make room for who they're adding,
0: right? Yeah. There's, so. some, there's some restructures that you can like Brian O'Neill is an easy restructure that saves you 10 for this year. Cause he's, you can spread, you can basically take money. He's, he's under contract through 2026. You can basically take a chunk of his money from this year, spread it out through the length of the contract. And you could restructure Harrison Smith again, too. Yeah. If, you, if you thought he had another year or two left, and he's still playing at a pretty high level. So
1: yeah, they, uh, it, it would seem to me that if they, uh, if they uh, safety blitz and play, uh, you know, or play that aggressively, they need him to tell somebody what they, where the hell they should be running to, right? Uh, yes. Or what what they're doing on this play, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's still a warrior, I think. So uh, I'd give him, I'd bring him back. That's for sure. They'll try the to Green bring Greenway special,
2: at, Patrick. The Greenway special. Hey, I'm,
1: hey, I'm, hey, Harrison, you want to stick around? We love you. They'll try to bring uh They'll try to bring him at. Uh, you know that was one of the biggest screw jobs in history, though Greenway. They made him take a fifty percent pay cut, played him three hundred and fifty <laughs> plays, and then didn't give any of the money back. They played, <laughs> they paid. Yeah, you're just going to be a part time player. And somebody got hurt. He played every down, and they didn't give him the money back. Uh, he he should have. Uh, uh, he he should hate them for life, but I don't think he. Does. I think they might help.
0: They they might open some doors for that vodka company, you know. I think he's got some nice connections mm-hmm. in his, and around the
1: boy. His say. daughter must be something. Yeah. eighth saw, grader. She's an eighth grader, right? It's incredible. She she, she scored forty a game. She's she must wow. be unbelievable out here at Providence uh, Providence yep. Academy, right? And yep. uh, I don't. He's not the head coach, but I think he's involved. They they
2: knocked off Hopkins. I think at Hopkins yeah. a couple of, uh, last week, and it ended yeah. a it ended a home court win streak for Hopkins that I think dated to Paige Becker's sophomore year.
1: Oh, oh at least yeah, uh, there was some ungodly long winning streak. She's great. They, uh, they beat him. I think she's eighth grader, but maybe it's ninth. I'm not sure. I I should go out and check her out. So, uh, watch Watch her. Uh, see how good she is. She's. Uh, She's already a pick any school in the country player, though. I I don't, I don't think that uh, she's probably not uh, Iowa. You know, he, they both mom and dad are. I played at Iowa, so that, they're probably the favorite to get her. But that's four years down the road. Who knows? She might go right to the WNBA. <laughs> the way it sounds. <laughs> hey, by the way, we have the. We have Coach Reeve, and he has got the Olympic team in town here. Her, her U.S. national teams in town practicing, although a lot of them are are playing in Europe. And he, she used that great influence during the uh, WNBA free agent season to get nobody. All the big players went somebody else. Aren't they trying to? Why aren't they trying to schmooze up to the Olympic coach here? The well, numbers, you know what's you know what's funny too is- signed here.
0: There's been all this talk about social. Uh, it's the it's Las Vegas and the New York Liberty that have plucked. They have yeah. put together. They're calling them two super teams in the WNBA, mm-hmm. and and the WNBA needs super teams like this. This is great, <laughs> right, which I which I agree with. Um, what would you have called the Lynx for those nine years yeah, winning yeah, championships right. with Hall of Famers everywhere? Yeah, like they had, they the Lynx, four, basically uh, had the first super team in the WNBA.
1: Yes, they did. They had four. Uh, I think. Uh, Four of them are or will be in the Hall of Fame. I know they might have all be in now. Foul, Foul, Fouls is going to make it here. So she's, mm-hmm. I think the, other, the others are in the Hall of Fame. So uh, I, our basketball team had to come up with COVID so they didn't go down to Illinois, huh?
0: Probably for the I'm, best.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, You know, I, I'm very suspicious of, yeah, we got a COVID case uh, <laughs> And we could usually use a rest, by
0: the way. Uh, looks like we're going to need a few weeks off here.
1: Uh, <laughs> I
2: didn't realize that, that we were still canceling games b- because of COVID.
1: Northwestern did it uh, a couple weeks ago. They canceled two, and then they played like four games in a week or something mm. like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't know. I, I didn't even know we were testing. I guess somebody comes in and says they're sick. Uh, You know, maybe – Ben went in after that game and said, you all look sick. And then they yeah. decided to get tested or <laughs> that's, something.
0: But that's what I heard happened. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that,
1: could <laughs> that could be it. Not far from spring training, fellas. When does it start? Uh, well, the World Baseball Classic kind
0: of screws up the schedule, right? Are they pushing mm-hmm. back the start of spring training or are they just stopping?
1: No. No, like stopping the spring of- training? They don't stop, they, but the players just take off. But John and I were both happy to see Carlos has decided not to participate, claiming that it's because his wife is uh, soon to give child, right? Not, not yeah, the fact that it. John Heyman is reporting that he uh, he might have to have his right foot amputated, according to <laughs> Heyman, that the ankle is so bad.
0: So. Yeah, he said that there's a doctor that told him it's the worst ankle that they've ever examined. Which is that feels a little that, aggressive. That
1: makes the guy quite a warrior, doesn't it? That he's I mean, he, all that doctor top. obviously
0: didn't examine Jason Kendall's ankle or <laughs> Robin yes. Ventura's ankle.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, that was a uh, kind of a so that's the message the Mets are trying to send out. Listen, the Mets wanted out, you know, it, Uh, Boris called Cohen when he was having dinner and. Hawaii he probably had about four Mai ties in him and said, yep. Yeah, I'll take him. First sure, will do it. And then he then they said, Okay, how are we gonna get out of this? I know we're gonna hire the same doctor the Giants used to inspect him to see if uh, <laughs> to see if we can get a see if he now has a different opinion a week later. No he doesn't. That was a phony deal from the start. The Mets been wanting
2: February sixteenth, Patrick. February twentieth, position players. February sixteenth, pitchers and catchers. So soon. Uh,
1: Well, that's uh, you going or no? I don't believe so. No, I think my my losing streak after uh, after forty two in a row. I think oh forty two missing one in forty two years. I did go last year. I don't think I'm going this year either. I am going to go to Arizona though. I'm going to be in Arizona next week. I may mean, go see Spencer Steer and write that column just to agitate the twins about last year's trade. So yes. uh, that uh he's a, supposed to be quite the kid and he's gonna be the third baseman for the uh, Reds and the, probably of the guys they gave away last year the uh the uh the, the most ready to play in the big leagues. Although they Have got been, more in, infielders and they know what to do when they trade the batting champions.
0: Have you done uh Arizona Spring training before?
1: yeah a few times quite a few okay. times yeah
0: it's pretty it's pretty great they put two yeah. teams in each complex they're all oh very yeah
1: good. it's a, it's a, it's incredible now I was I was still down there when uh the uh Rockies were over in Tucson I went over there to see uh somebody do a piece on somebody and Rick Sofield was managing the uh triple a team and Ringlesby says hey the minor leaguers hadn't reported yet, but Sofield was in. He says, Let's go over and see Sofield in the minor league clubhouse, this big minor league clubhouse. Sofield was, you know, from the 70s and quite a ladies' man in his day. And he started telling mock stories. <laughs> and we were howling for an hour and a half. It was one of the most fun things I've ever been through as a sports writer. Cause Rick was, uh, Rick, Rick uh, on a couple of occasions ended up in the room next to, uh, next, next to uh manager mock and, uh, Manager Mock heard the the hijinks that was going on and brought it up with the club in the old dugout the next day and uh, it was it was they were fantastic stories God it was great yeah spring training down there the weather's better too it doesn't rain you know it doesn't yeah. rain it's you always play the schedule and uh, you, you know it was at one point twenty two teams in Florida and eight in Arizona and it's now fifteen and fifteen yeah. He had a team in Yuma. The Padres were in Yuma. Yeah, That's my yeah, favorite. And the Angels uh, played their home games in Palm Springs. So they would stay in Mesa and play all road games for the first three weeks of spring training. And then they'd move their team over to Palm Springs. And then all the teams would have to haul over to Palm Springs and, and uh and play a, a two-game series there, and then fly and go. And now they're now they're all right next to each other. It's uh yeah. it's a, it's amazing. They don't draw like the uh, Florida does, but they uh, you know it's convenience is uh, is a, everybody who goes out there for spring training, as far as teams are concerned, they love it out there because they don't have games canceled. You know. Yeah, it's so, pretty awesome. No so, long bus rides either.
0: Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see if the Timberwolves can uh, can beat the actual Nuggets tonight. And we can, uh... Uh,
1: yeah, we should. If, if I was Finch, I wouldn't even put my regulars on a plane. Last and yesterday, I would just send out the uh, the Luca Garza All Stars and uh, take the walk. <laughs> That's what I would have done.
0: Send uh, a message right back to him. Yep. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> all right, gentlemen.
0: All right, Thank Pat. You. There he is. Uh, by the way, uh, shout out to our friends at the University of Saint Thomas, uh, the Tommy Men's Hockey Team. Making a playoff push, you can see great Division One hockey as the Tommies battle in the tough CCHA. Northern Michigan, the opponent this Friday and Saturday night. Go to Tommiesports.com to buy your tickets or just come to the St. Thomas Arena ticket office on game day. Tommiesports.com and all of those games. St. Thomas uh, hockey and basketball on 1500 ESPN Radio. See you guys.